Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Mike Friends podcast, where two nerds try to write their own crappy Doctor Who movie. Movie. I'm Connor. Oh, I'm Harry. Hello, welcome back. It's, I'm losing the ability to do the intro. I mean, I can give it a go next time if you like. Nah, let's not. Why? I might do it really well. <laughs> nah, let's not. Fair play, fair play. <coughs> well, look, welcome back everyone. We really appreciate you tuning in for another episode. Um, we hope you are well. Hope you had a, a decent week. Um, Connor, good week? Bad week? It was a week. It was a week. That's about as, that's about as much as I can say. Yeah, that's fair. Because obviously, MI5, top secret, right? <laughs> uh, MI6, top secret. Oh, fuck it hell. Oh, I shouldn't have even said that. No, you've, you've fucked it, mate. They're after us now. <sighs> oh, well. I'll find a new job. Fuck it. You wanted a raise I anyway. Yeah, I hear the... Huh? You wanted a raise anyway. <laughs> yeah. I hear the CIA are looking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why Did not? Did you, um... I mean, I don't know if you knew already. I only found out literally, like, 20 minutes ago that, um... BBC seemed to have the broadcast rights for Superman and Lois in this country. <laughs> yeah, I found out this morning. The, um... The whole box set dropped on BBC iPlayer today. Uh, episode 1's on BBC One now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode one's BBC One, and they're doing it every Saturday. But then you can watch the full box set on BBC iPlayer already. I've been wanting to watch it for months because it's actually meant to be a really good Superman show. I've heard, yeah, I've heard. It looked. I mean, I watched the first like fifteen minutes of it. It seems alright. Oh, okay, yeah, I might give it a go later tonight. Right, I don't know. It's is is it? It's produced by CW, right? Yeah, it's part of that universe. I know it, yeah, I know it's because I know obviously Tyler Herklin played um, Superman in Supergirl originally. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, where, because yeah, um, uh, they they're in the Christ of Infinite Earths CW yeah. thing, and that's where it's kind of spun from that. Because at the end of that, um, when they reset everything, Superman finds out he's got two sons, teenage boys, when he didn't have them before. And then that's where this series kind of picks up. He's now got kids and he's like... The show doesn't... I mean, the show treats it as if, like... He's always It gives you, them. like, his backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, it, the, the, the whole first, like, beginning... The beginning of the show is literally just Superman's backstory leading up to where the show starts. Oh. Maybe they just ignored that part of Christ of Infinite Earths then. Because at the start of Christ of Infinite Earths, he um, has only just had one baby boy. And it's like, and then he ends yeah. it. He ends it on the phone to Lois. She's like, "You'll get back to your son." And he's like, "Excuse me." And she's like, "You know, you're two teenage boys." And he's like, "Oh." And you're like, "Oh, this guy." I guess. I guess it's so they didn't have to do. Let's do a whole season of a show where it's Superman trying to adjust to having teenage sons. Let's just make it that he is a dad. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, it seems to seems to work. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like it's worked for the better. For I mean, for the. Like I said, 20, 25 minutes of it I've actually seen. Mm. No, I mean, based on um, like American audiences' reaction and that kind of stuff. I don't trust Americans. Do you not? No, why should I? <laughs> because... Uh, I don't know, you know? Because there might be an American listening to this. What do you say to them? I don't trust you. <laughs> Fair play. And if, you, if you'd if you like to respond to Connor, please get in touch on our social media pages. Thank you. Yeah, if you want to abuse me on social media, be you're welcome to. 
but, but mate, do it on the do it on the podcast page. Leave his don't abuse him on his normal Twitter page. All right, that's that makes it personal. No, I do it on my personal Twitter page. I'll I'll come at you. Fuck it, fuck it. You want to fight? You want to fight? <laughs> want to fight on social media? I can just ignore you. <laughs> yeah, fine. exactly. I can just block you and report you, but watch me. Oh, amazing. Um, that's something else I was gonna say, but it's gone. Oh yeah, do you know what the highest-grossing movie of last year was? Um, no. Have a have a have a guess what you think it might be. Could you give me? No. The studio. <laughs> Or they uh, give, give no. it away. Oh, okay. No, no, it won't give it away, but no. <laughs> right, let me try. I need to try and think of some films that came out last year because no films came out last year. Uh, I will also say uh, you won't get it. <laughs> oh, okay. What is it then? Uh, Demon Slayer Mugen Train. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, the de- the Demon Slayer movie uh, grossed over $500 million uh, worldwide. As, as it bloody should do. Um, <laughs> which is mad. <laughs> What was the? What was I mean, the... mad. But I mean, mad that it's five hundred million as well. Like that's a big number for that. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. But I know it was in cinema for a long time. Yeah, and I guess especially there was one of the, one of the only things that was actually out. Yeah, um, the big, the highest grossing American production is Bad Boys for Life. Oh, okay. Was which that is a... fourth place? Was that last year? Fucking hell! Yeah, it was the beginning of last year. Yeah, because we, we saw... see it together. Yeah, we saw it in Leicester Square. I don't know if it was. So shit. I don't remember if we saw it after I finished work or you and you met me, and then we, I remember it was evening. Probably. Probably. Jesus. Not so be, shit. Yeah, it feels like that was fucking years ago. <laughs> that film. And then Tenet was number five. Sonic the Hedgehog number six. Doolittle number seven. Sonic, I go fast. And then most of the others are Chinese productions. What was number seven? Sorry. Doolittle. Doolittle. Oh, fuck. That was a film as well, wasn't it? Christ. How did I forget about that? Fucking... Goodness, <laughs> crikey. And the highest grossing film of this year currently is The Battle at Lake Shangjin, which is a obviously a Chinese... I think it's a Chinese film. Yeah. Yep, Chinese war film at $900 million. Jesus Christ. That's insane. That's like, mad, that, isn't China it? doesn't even normally get those numbers. Like, that's insane. Must be a fucking great film. Let's have a look. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, I can't scroll with my fucking cut finger. Highest grossing. Oh, it doesn't even. It doesn't even have a, a Rotten Tomato score. That sucks. I love how the second one is um, a film just called "Hi, Mum." Yeah, that's but that was the highest grossing film for ages this year, like that. So top, that was number one. So yeah, top ten. The Battle at Lake Shangjin, Hi Mum, No Time to Die with 756 million, uh, Fast 9, Detective Chinatown 3, Venom <laughs> is sixth, Godzilla vs. Kong, Shang-Chi, uh, Black Widow, and then Dune. Yep. And then, I mean, there's not many films left to come out, Matrix and Spider-Man, so... I don't think there's any other big, big films coming out. No, there's out. nothing big this year. No. Nothing else big. I think I think I think Spider Man will make a lot based on pre tickets and 
websites around the world crashing. Um, I don't know. I don't. I want to say the Matrix is going to make money purely from a nostalgic point of view, in terms of there'll be fans that want to see it. But I don't think. I don't know. I don't think it's going to make mega amounts of money purely as well because it's also going on HBO Max in the US, and that's what happened. Yeah, I think. I think. I don't think it's going to make an amazing amount of money. Just think about how long it's been since the like the first one came out. Yeah, exactly. And I don't get me wrong, I'm I'm excited for it. I find it a bit weird that there's only one proper trailer. I mean good for them if that's all they they want to do. But um films don't need to be given loads of trailers. Like they just that that's it's big blockbusters have set the precedent for oh let's keep showing more and more stuff like I just feel like it hasn't I've barely seen any marketing for it, that's all. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're not marketing, marketing it loads. Yeah. I mean, I am excited. Don't get me wrong. I want it to be good. I really do. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, yeah, I, I hope it's good. Yeah, um, there's nothing else that's going to make... I mean, West Side Story isn't, isn't going to make a lot, but it's a big film in terms of it's Steven Spielberg and people like that kind of shit. Yeah. All right, here's a question um, for you. Actually, no, tell you what King's saying. Man ain't going to make a lot. No. Don't get me Looks wrong. Good, but yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a good film, but I don't, I don't personally think it'll make a lot. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing um, the tragedy of, Mac- of Macbeth. Is that the Denzel Washington one? Yeah, Joel Cohen directed it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, and it stars for well, he directed and wrote it on his own without Ethan this time because it's obviously the Cohen brothers. So yeah, but it's just Joel this time. I think Ethan Cohen's taking a step back from filmmaking. Here's a question for you. And as you know, this is well two questions. Um, you know, we said we, for for the first episode we're going to do like a next year of of a twenty twenty one best and worst. Yeah. Maybe do something like a um, what we're looking forward to next year as well. That could be like another episode. That was meant to tell you that off the yeah. air, off the air. But um, just looking at lists of films that are out next year, my question to you is: What do you think will be the highest grossing of next year? I don't even know what's coming out next year right now. I'll give you a list of some. You've got Jurassic World, Morbius, Spider-Verse 2, Batman 4, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Avatar 2, Aquaman, Black Adam, Lightyear, Fantastic Beasts, Mission Impossible, Top Gun, John Wick, um, Sonic 2, Minions, Jordan Peele's new film, Death on the Nile, Halloween... Mario, Knives Out 2, but obviously that's Netflix. Um, and it's getting a theatrical release as well, but I think it's going to be theatrical first, Netflix second. Oh, okay. I yeah. think that's what's happening with that. There is a shitload next year. There's a load of films, but you've also said a lot that probably aren't going to gross a lot of money. Make a I, lot of money, sorry. I think realistically, it'll be between Avatar 2... And Batman, I think maybe. Thor and Batman might be up there. Yeah, maybe even Jurassic World Dominion purely for the original cast returning. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Jurassic World might be up there as well. Um, but yeah, I just thought it might be a cool Mor- idea. Um, Morbius. Yeah, I thought it might be a cool idea next year just to like the set. Maybe our second episode can be a what we're looking forward to for the year kind of thing, or even in the same episode as we do the other one. Um, maybe. But yeah, um, what was that? Oh. yeah. I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think it could be between. 
I think Batman and four. I think four's a likely contender as well, actually. Black Panther, no, Black Panther two as well. I think Black Panther two would make a lot of money, um, depending on if it still comes out. Yeah. I assume they'll. I assume they'll make that decision pretty soon. Um, before again, before we get started on, there's a new Puss in Boots movie coming out next year. Outstanding. Is Antonio Banderas returning? Yeah. Oh, thank fuck. Um, it's called Puss in Boots: Last The Last Wish. Fucking hell, that sounds a bit dramatic, doesn't it? The film. Yeah, in March 2021, the film received a new release date of September 23rd, 2022. Shitty and replaced by. I mean, it might it might still happen, but <laughs> we'll see. What you, but yeah, that's crazy. That's actually crazy. I didn't that's think there'd be another one of those. No, neither did I. I know they wanted to make one for a while. Yeah. Is that? It's still okay. No, as I say, it's it's directed by someone called Chris Miller. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say the same as you. Yeah, is that fucking Chris Miller or Phil Lord and Chris Miller? No, it's not. <laughs> um, here's my other question. Oh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. I do want to see that next year. Um, yeah, this this isn't this isn't that episode yet. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, so my question to you before we move on to our Doctor Who movie. Um, have you watched episode three of Hawkeye? What did you think? Um, I thought it was the best episode so far. Easily. Yeah, um, it was quite. It was a lot of fun. There was a little bit more. It had a little bit more going for it. I like. I like how it almost felt like it was one of those Netflix episodes where it was going to just be in a whole episode setting up the villain, but they do all of that before the title. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Not setting yeah. up the villain, but giving the backstory of Echo. And also, possible spoilers for for Hawkeye. Skip forward like two minutes. Um, that's Kingpin, right? Everyone's saying it is, and then Vincent D'Onofrio was very active on Twitter that day as well. I mean, yeah, you could hear his laugh. I didn't. Thing is, I I didn't pick up on that at all. Like, oh okay. Um, I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's not going to be fucking the the uh, the stepdad, is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, if it, I mean, but then yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio, Vinny D was very. Oh, was he? Was very active on on Twitter that day. In what like way? He posted, he po- first thing he posted was like a picture of um, like some sort of Christmas market or something. Yeah. And it was just that was just it. Like. Oh. Um. That was the first picture. Like the thing, Vincent D'Onofrio. Come on. There he is. Um. Let me. If it's still there, when? How many? What day was it? Uh, Wednesday. So there he is. Oh no, yeah, it's a selfie of him, like in like a Christmas market. His hair's like very, very short, and someone commented saying, "Your hair's very short, almost as if it's growing back from being sh- shaved recently." <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then another thing he posted was like, I don't know what it was, but it's like, it it's like it's almost like it's a poem, but it's it starts with they all said, "Keep your mouth shut." Is the first line. Nice. Nice. But then it doesn't seem to have anything to... He hasn't outright... I mean, he did... Back when there was rumours about Kingpin being in it, he even liked tweets about it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel... Like, he actively was, like, liking tweets saying, oh, Kingpin's coming back. <laughs> it was like... See, when I watched it, when at first, I, I didn't really hear it properly. When I rewound it quickly, 
it was it was the laugh the laugh i was like no f- fucking i think that was him because it, it probably if it well if it isn't it fucking sounded like him to me but um yeah I'm, i agree I heard, with you in terms of i heard Karen. i heard someone say it 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 could be kingpin who bought the avengers tower as well <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i saw that that would be good but I, I agree because I that's something that's actually this is the first Marvel thing aside from Spider-Man that's addressed the Avengers Tower being sold yeah fuck yeah um, and I think I think this might not directly lead into Spider-Man but I think it will I don't know I feel I feel like because they're coming out very very close together um, do you know what, another thing I picked up on in this actually, which is a bit weird? I thought it might be, it might just be something wrong, uh, something they didn't, they overlooked in the writing. Yeah. Um, when they're talking about in the in the first one of the first episodes, I think it's the first episode, um, the the re- the return of Ronin. Yeah. They say Ronin hasn't his first Ronin sighting for a few years. Yes. So how long after Evan Game does this take place then? Because I think I read somewhere that it's meant to be like two years. Right, but Spider Man won't be taking place two years after because of the year he's in high school. Oh yeah, shit. Maybe they're fucked up the he's timeline in... again. Yeah, so unless Hawkeye does take place later <laughs> after yeah. all the multiverse stuff. <laughs> yeah. But then that'd be weird because you'd think they'd release it a little after and have reference. Yeah, and but then it's like it's a matter of maybe they're talking about it's the first sighting of Ronan in America. Yeah, maybe actually. Like it maybe it's not a, it's not a line that we have to look too much into, and it could just be someone's just not thought about it when writing it. Yeah, um, and it's been overlooked. But I I picked up on it thinking, wait, if it's been a few years, surely <laughs> this takes place within at least a year after Endgame. Like. Yeah. I, th- I think at most a year after Endgame, just based on how soon everything else has taken place. Yeah, because Spider-Man's what's I want to say... Well, Far From Home takes place... I want to say six like, months, no? I think it was less than that. It was like a couple of months. Oh, maybe. Because I know I um, watched... Oh, sorry, I watched an interview with Tom Holland last night, and he says, you know, the post credit scene ends with that freeze frame of, of him, it's shock. Far, uh, no yeah. Way Home starts on the same freeze frame. So, oh, no, I think it's very it's very clear that no, uh, uh, no way no way home is going to pick up immediately. Yeah. Um. But then when the, yeah then it's a matter <coughs> of when does that ending take place in regards to the rest of the film. Hmm. Like because that could be later. I don't yeah. know. It's just very. I guess it, you don't really have to think about it too much. It doesn't matter. But... No, I agree with you what you said about Hawkeye. Though I think this episode, um, I was sold on the series anyway. But this one, this one was the one I enjoyed the most. I really liked the the kind of half the episode was you know the action and the chase, and I liked the trick arrow with with um the pim yeah. the pim arrow. Um, I'm liking the relationship between Hawkeye and, and Kate Bishop. I actually went out and brought the Hawkeye omnibus for my like has a my life as a weapon in it as well so I started reading that um yeah I just thought maybe every week we'll just because obviously we did proper episodes last time but I thought maybe we'll just do little little thoughts before um yeah we can each episode but you know I really enjoyed I really enjoyed it 
Yeah, it's been, it was good. I liked yeah the dynamic between them. It is a bit weird when you think there's only three episodes left. Yeah, yeah, it is quite bizarre. I wondered. See, I wondered why they. The reason I thought it might lead to Spider Man in some way is because they released the first two episodes. Well, they didn't really have to. They've not done that for anything other than One Division. But then the first episodes of One Division were were half an hour each, not not forty five minutes to an hour. And then, and then considering this is the this episode. This week's episode was the shortest one so far. Yeah, and it's also I think the week No Way Home comes out is episode five of Hawkeye, um, and that that's been it's been rumored for a while that um, if there was any sighting of anyone like King Kingpin, for example, they're making their debut in episode four slash five. Um, Here's sorry, I say the other thing is that Spider Man doesn't appear to be taking place around Christmas. No. But this clearly is. And yeah. they're not going to suddenly jump ahead because the the one of the plot lines is, is Hawkeye going to make it home in time for Christmas? I mean, of course he is, because that's it's the show, just yeah. how it's going to go. Oh, that's yeah. what's going to happen. But I think, I think more in terms of um, they'll want to reveal a character in this before... No, like, for example, Kingpin. Because once you confirm Kingpin, for example then other characters are more than likely to show up. Then that's a matter of you wouldn't want to confirm it in this first. You'd want to wait until Spider-Man confirms it. Oh, yeah, maybe. You'd want it to be the other way around. Oh, fuck knows, mate. Fuck knows. Also, did you know Did you know in the comics that um, Echo was the original Ronin? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I looked. At, I mean, I looked it up because <laughs> Weekly Planet mentioned that she was a uh, Ronin at one point. Um, but she was the original Ronin. Yeah, because I read somewhere that um, in the comics, uh, Kingpin kills Echo's dad but blames it on Daredevil, which is um, yeah. I, there's I also that's... a matter of like who um, may, maybe it wasn't, maybe it's not uh, Hawkeye Ronin that kills um, uh, Dad. Oh, maybe it, like you know, it might be someone, someone else as Ronin. Because yeah, the suit's be. already clearly been out of his possession. Yeah, you must lose. And we it. don't know how long ago that took place. It could be anyone in that suit then. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to take place within the five years. But here's some here's some other characters that have been Ronin other other than Echo and Clint Barton. Uh, Alexei Shostakov, who is Red Guardian. Nice. Uh, Eric Brooks, who's Blade. Nice. And Bullseye. Ooh. Oh, I like that last one. And we know Bullseye's alive as of the Daredevil series, <laughs> even though it's not that. Cat, even though that's oh. probably not going to, you know, be tied in. I think yeah. I think, I think the rumor is if if characters come back, it will be different like, versions. Yeah, like like soft reboot versions almost. So they would have gone through similar histories, but not the exact ones we saw. God, I yeah, wish no, we had got a Daredevil series four. Man, I love series three, and I mean. I mean, the journey the three series go on and the way the, it ends for the characters, I do like. But that doesn't mean I do want You say want that, but part four. of the journey, part of the journey, part of Daredevil's journey, especially for season three, includes you having to watch Defenders. Yeah, no, true. But I didn't mind Defenders. I didn't think it was amazing. But no, I, I like Defenders. I like, I like, as a, as a universe, I liked all of it. But I, there was some that was just a lot less good than others. Yeah. Like, I didn't hate any of it. Like, I just thought... Iron Fist was poor and Luke Cage wasn't great, but like I still enjoyed watching them when they were on. Mm. 
Yeah. I say when they're on when I when I stream them. Yeah. And mostly I like I actually I mostly I like where Iron Fist season 2 left things cuz I was just like this is an interesting direction and then it got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I think yeah, I'm excited. If you if you re- if you ever rewatch Iron Fist, watch it as if Colleen Wing's the main character. It makes everything feel better. <laughs> Fair play. Um yeah, I think I'm obviously excited for Spider-Man. I'm excited for the rest of Hawkeye. Um but yeah, I really enjoyed episode three. I I think, um, yeah, it was just so good. And I yeah, I loved the I loved the trick arrow. Um, I thought that was wicked. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought I just thought it was good. A grand old good time. Oh, apparently, initially, Brian Michael Bendis wanted Matt Murdock to be Ronan. Oh, that would have been interesting. But they couldn't for some reason. Oh, fair play. I mean. Also, the version of uh, Alexei Shostakov that was uh, Ronin was actually an LMD, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> not not him. <laughs> I wonder when Renette's going to see him. Because obviously, it's no secret that Yelena's going to turn up in, in Hawkeye. Well, it's also no secret that um, Scarlett Johansson's working on something with Marvel that she's going to be a producer of. Do you reckon, what do you reckon that's going to be? Uh, I don't know. I th- I th- some people say it's not related to Black Widow but it might not, might just not be related to her Black Widow it might be like she's producing a film that's going to involve um Yelena yeah yeah I could see that I think everyone as soon as they heard that news they naturally assumed she was going to be in something I think people need to realize it's going to be behind the camera not in front of the camera yeah uh and it was also ru- it was it was rumor that it might be A Force Oh okay, um, but that they're all they're all rumors. It's, uh, the only thing we know for sure is that she's working on something with Marvel. Yeah, I saw loads of things as well. Is that imagine because it's probably going to happen? It probably be the episode five ending or the episode four ending. Uh, the picture of Clint as Ronin from the end of Black Widow. If that gets leaked, his life is ruined. And there's loads of people on like social media going, "Please pray for our boy Clint." And it's like. No, there's a reason that picture was at the end of Black Widow. That's going to happen. Like that's that's clearly going to be where they're going to take this character. Especially considering he's doing a whole lot of, you know, oh, I I know, I know who Ronan is. I can't say it because he's dead. That's you. Yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't want to uh, be associated with that anymore. Because that was what he was like when he was like, "There's no way the world's ending and my life's over." Basically. Yeah. So I'm going to go and kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to turn into a fucking psycho. I like the little thing about... I mean, there's also been rumours that this isn't going to be the last we see of Hawkeye in the... M- him as Hawkeye in the MCU. Oh, yeah, I didn't... I never went into this thinking it would be, to be fair. I don't think he's... I don't think it's be the, it'll be the last. Because I think a big part of the comics as well is both Hawkeyes working as a team in the Avengers... That's what people really like in the comics, so I assume they're going to try and keep him I mean, around for as long as possible, while also making her more prominent. Yeah, Jerry Renner doesn't want to do it forever, and obviously, no. But for him, that's money. why they did replace. That's why we're well, not replaced, but that's why they have now put in um, Haley Steinfeld, Kate Bishop. Yeah, just offer him enough money, though. I'm sure it'll be fine. That's if they want Jeremy Renner, Renner to stay around. Yeah, I wouldn't. <coughs> Would you not? 
No, Jeremy Renner is meant to be a really big dick. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Of course. And I forget the stuff all came out last year, didn't it? Yeah, there was that that story of him like apparently threatening his wife with a gun or something like that. Jesus. But da, 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 da. <laughs> And you know the Jeremy Renner official app. Fucking the Jeremy Renner official app. Amazing. Yeah. Which doesn't yeah. exist anymore, but it's fine. Jeez, it didn't last. It lasted fucking less than Quibi, didn't it? Christ. Yeah, but it also predated Quibi. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. True. I just find it funny, man. Find it funny. They should bring Quibi back just for fun. Just for Jeremy Renner. Just for fun. Um. Oh. But we should we should write a Doctor Who movie. Yeah, we're we're half we're half an hour in. We're halfway. We're half an hour in. So let's crack on. Um, so as we and have we... to fucking time code this episode. Yeah. Apologies for that. Just, I'll just just say something like, for the first half an hour we're talking about Hawkeye. As of this time onwards, is the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. It could just be something you throw before the intro. Um, as we left. Well, no, I'll just put it in the description. Oh, but as we left it last week, um. The Doctor and Alex are in the 60s. Uh, they managed to escape from um, David Rossellini and Davros. Well, actually, um, as things stand... Sorry, sorry. As things stand, John is in the 60s. Alex is gone. No, I was about to get to that bit. Oh, okay. We, do, we don't need to do a recap. They can just listen to the episode. Well, I, was, <laughs> I just thought it'd be nice. We're already half an hour in. Okay, but yeah, the TARDIS has fucked off. Alex has uh, gone away. Um, and now John's, so, yeah, John's stuck in the past. Ta-da. Yeah, just go from where where we where we left off. We've got yeah, John in the 1960s. We no longer the TARDIS has uh, left them. Probably going back to the present day. And Alex has gone to the future, but we don't know that yet because the next scene would be in the present day with the uh, those two Davros. Yes, we said this episode is going to be focused on that scene. Might be a short scene, might be a long scene. We don't know. So join us on this adventure. It might be a spin-off film on its own. Yeah, exactly. Those two Davros. Um, so. What? Um, so I lost <laughs> my, tra- as I said that, I lost all of my train of thought. Um. All of your train of thought? All of my train of thought, yeah. Speaking um, of trains, I had to put a train together in a game recently. Can you figure out what game I started playing? What the fuck? Uh. There's a mission early on in this game, uh, that you Mars- played. Oh, Miles Morales? Yeah. Oh, nice, you got it. Sweet. No, I've had it for ages. <laughs> oh, fuck. What are you thinking so far? I just haven't played it yet, because I was going to try and finish Ghost of Tsushima first. Again, again, a game I haven't finished yet. Yeah. What are you thinking so far of Miles Morales? Just like Spider-Man game, innit? Yeah, it's quite similar. How far into it are you? Um, I've just done the the bridge. So, right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet, sweet. That's actually yeah, because I spoke to I spoke to Kyle about this actually. So I haven't obviously, um, when I first uh, encountered the, uh, the the Tinkerer, is it is she, is she the Tinkerer in it? I think so. Spoilers, yeah, I can't remember for sure. Yeah, I think she's going by Tinkerer. Um, I was like, oh, it's it's his friend. Immediately, I was like, it's his friend. I hope I was like, I hope they don't drag this out for the rest of the game. That it's like, who is the Tinkerer? And then they reveal it right away. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a good game. The, the first one's still, well, Spider-Man is still my favourite, but this one was a very, very, very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I've as 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 with the original Spider-Man game, I'm already doing all the side stuff first, and I've already, in my first time playing it, found all of the time capsules. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because I was like, let's just do this for, for a bit. Don't yeah. even, you don't even get anything for finding them all in this one. No, that's what it's one of the first things I did. Because like you got for finding all the backpacks in the first one, you got you got the homemade suit from Homecoming. Mm. But in this one, you don't get anything. <laughs> no, you get nothing. So I was like, oh, that's wasting my time. <laughs> um, I don't I don't even think I got a trophy. I might have got a trophy. <laughs> you probably got a trophy to be fair. Anyway, um, um. Davros. Davros. There's two of them. Um, yeah, so so the titles appear. We cut back to the present day. Uh, let's say Davros and, and, and Rossellini um, yeah. are standing. Do you want to see the TARDIS rematerialise or do you want it to already I think, be there? No, I want it to happen in the scene because I want it to be a scene between them first. But I just thought it was something funny um, because <laughs> I watched Point Break in the week. Yeah. Uh, and there's at the end of it, there's a scene where there's some really bad Australian accents. Oh, gold. Um, and the first line one of them says is after um, uh, Keanu Reeves playing the tit- the titular. You know, because his name's not Point Break. Uh, <laughs> playing um, the protagonist, Johnny Johnny Utah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, uh, he lets uh, Patrick Swayze go so he can ride a big gnarly wave. Um, is that when he shoots his gun in the air? That's in that film, yeah. But um, that's earlier on. That that chase scene is actually really good. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you should you should watch it. It's not a bad film. I have no. To be fair, I've been wanting to watch it for quite a while. Um, it it's is... cheesy, and there is that scene where Keanu Reeves go goes, uh, "I am an FBI agent." Oh, anything <laughs> Keanu Reeves does, though, I love. Um. But no, it's 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 all right. It's not a bad film. But at the end, after he lets um Patrick Swayze go ride a gnarly wave, one of the Australians r- running up goes, "Utah, you let him go!" Oh God! <laughs> and I, I I immediately thought that's going to be Davros's uh, that's going to be past Davros's reaction when future Davros has let the Doctor get away. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was just a, I had to go all through the fact that I watched that film just to tell you that 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 really amused me. No, I so love I it. I think we sh- no, I think we should do it. No, a hundred percent. Also, go to my Twitter after the podcast to watch a clip that I posted of it the other day. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I posted will. it with a tweet thing that was happening where people were like, um, "What's a scene that like a film for uh, a line reading from a film that stuck with you or something like that?" Yeah. And that was one that has stuck with me ever since I watched it. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Where line readings? I mean, you could just go to my Twitter. Oh and go to yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just the terrible accent and his the face he's making is hilarious. Love it. <laughs> right, so Rosalina. those two Davros, right? Okay, so where do we leave them before? Uh, Davros was saying to pass Davros, <laughs> the two David, the two Davroses, uh, was saying, "Oh, don't worry, everything will be fine." Yeah, so maybe it can pick up straight from there. You know, maybe Rossellini is walking after 
Davros. When well, no, I, 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 I was. I don't think Davros is going to suddenly leave that room because then he's in a museum. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe... And everyone's going to be like, "What the fuck is that thing?" Maybe it cuts to them and it cuts to Rossi just kind of shouting at Davros, going, "You know, how do you think everything's going to be fine? Like this is, this is, this is I'm... disaster." Yeah, I mean, he could also address the fact. I think past Davros could address the fact that the Doctor obviously he's like, well, he didn't even know. He didn't even know what we were talking about. The guy kept acting like he didn't know who we were. Yeah. It's like, so you've clearly got the wrong person. And then Davros could be like, I have not got the wrong person. I know what that man has done to this, to my race. <laughs> yeah, he can kind of, this is when you can see Davros actually get, like, fucking angry. Irate. Yeah. Um, I was thinking also, I want it to be ambiguous to, I want Davros, future Davros, <laughs> to kind of sell it as if I think I mentioned this before, as if this Doctor has yet to experience the Time War. Yeah. So that it gets past Davros more on side. Yes, it makes more sense doing it that way as well, yeah. I think. So it needs to be ambiguous in the writing, basically, of when he says stuff like, oh, I won't, like, basically, like, no, that man will, co- will has commit, well, like, that that man has the ability to commit terrible things, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's cause... ambiguous as to whether or not he's done it already. Yeah, because if he gives if he gives past Davros that he can give him, it'll persuade past Davros and being like we have a chance to stop it before it happens, kind of thing. Um, so we've got Dav David, David, David Mussolini will be asking how 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 will things fix themselves? How how how? It's a disaster. That man didn't even know who we were. No, even know what we were talking about, even know what we were talking about. You prob- you had the wrong person. You had the wrong, the wrong, the wrong person. Um, Davros will be like, no, I haven't. Davros, no, I haven't. I I will n- I will never forget that face. Yeah. Forget. That face, that man, he's committed horrific things. He's committed, commi- he, maybe he's committed horrific things uh, in my time. No. In no. my time. And, and it will happen in yours. Yeah, and he has the ability to destroy everything that man, in yours. Yeah, that man is capable of doing so much harm. Is capable of doing so much drugs, so much harm. So much cocaine. <laughs> Have you seen the size of his nose? He can do so much cocaine. <laughs> it's that meme about anteaters that I love when it has like the mention of them doing cocaine. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> doing so much harm. Davros could point out he's, he managed to use the TARDIS. Yeah. Maybe he can. Maybe he tries to convince Dav, uh, David and be like, he's just trying to fool you. He's trying to convince you that he doesn't know. Or maybe Davros has seen this before with Time Lords, and he can maybe allude to the fact that like he knows what's going on. He knows why things are going to be okay for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I know what the, I know what's going on here. He can fool himself, but he can't fool he can't fool me. <laughs> He can trick himself into like, or something like that. He can trick himself into like, you know, hide it or something like, you know, 
Yeah. Basically alluding to the fact that like he, the Doctor is fooling himself in the sense that he's blocked off his own memories, essentially. Yeah, exactly. He can fool himself, but he can't fool me. That's a wheelie. That's some good, that's some good villain writing. Oh, mate, we're doing, we're doing good at this. Um... It's just a matter of yeah, how do we get the scene to flow properly and then the TARDIS returns. It's a bit think, random, isn't it? I think the scene should end with the TARDIS returning. Yeah, and and Davros needs to be expecting it. Yeah. So I think the conversation between them should build up a little bit. Like, um, so he's it needs to be he's trying to convince... So he's obviously trying to convince David that it's all going to go their way and all this kind of shit. And David's kind of being a bit like, uh, you know, what's not? We've lost this. We've done. Like we, we're losing nothing. You know, he needs to. David needs to be on a kind of nah. We've we're fucked. And could then... we have? Could we have that? David has has the TARDIS key. Yeah. Like. Yeah. He has a TARDIS key, but that doesn't necessarily mean he can use. I, I don't know if that if that's something that's in Doctor Who. This is where your knowledge would come in more. Can someone have the TARDIS key and still not be able to just use the TARDIS normally? I mean, yeah, I'd assume so. Like, could we? Could we? I mean, could it be possible to say? Um, the reason why they couldn't get the TARDIS was because they needed the Doctor to unlock it first. Yeah, kind of like a, so, like a biological kind of um. ID kind of thing, something like that. Yeah, because then maybe maybe um, the key could start glowing or getting hot towards the end of the scene to reference. Yeah, the TARDIS is going back. Maybe Davros sees that before. I was I was gonna have something like while they're waiting or while they're after they're you know getting through there while Davros while David is still trying to like berate Davros for making everything going wrong. Davros could just turn to him and just be like, "Do you have the key I gave you, or the key? Do you still have the key?" Yeah. And then he could give Davros the key or hold out the key, and then as soon as he holds out the key, it's glowing, and then that's when the TARDIS reveals itself, returns. Yeah, yeah I like that. I still forget all the time, but did we? We still need to. Do we still need to clarify why Davros? Why they're using the TARDIS? <laughs> I think we. Did. Was it a matter of? They were going to go back... In, that's it. They were going to try and go back into the Time War, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, with, with like, their new army they're building together. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that makes... Actually, no, that's very... For a while, I was like, how do we figure this out? And I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> that's so easy. It doesn't have to be too complicated. <laughs> What's complicated is when we actually start trying to write how the hell the Doctor's going to fix everything. Oh, yeah, that's going to be... That's gonna be a long couple of episodes, because that's what the that's where the, like the big part of the film's really happening. Even though this is reading more like a drama at the moment, <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, no, I, no. I mean, Doctor Who's not like action packed, is it? It's like, yeah, exactly. There's action, but it's not like shootouts. <laughs> no, no, and hallway fights. <laughs> yeah, guy dressed. In... We'll do more action when we write our next film. Yeah, which is obviously going to be Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tackling the big guns. Pew, pew. <laughs> Tackling the big turbo lasers. Um, so, 
Okay, so we know David will have the key for the TARDIS. Yep. And Davros will request said key towards the end of the scene, which prompts the TARDIS to return. Um, but yeah, basically in the scene, the rest of the scene needs to be like, yeah, Dav Davros and David kind of arguing, but it's more David being like, oh, you've messed everything up, and Davros being like, just shut up, kid. Yeah, David needs to be like, like defeated almost, and almost convinced that that, that nothing's going their way, and they're not going to be able to achieve what they yeah. want. And Davros is basically just not listening to him. He's like, calm down, stop being so dramatic. Ugh, is this what I was like? <laughs> He's like, ugh, even, children. Even though, even though at this point, it's so weird, because at this point... <laughs> At this point, David Rossellini knows he is Davros, but doesn't know that future Davros is Davros. But the audience will know that future Davros is Davros, but that David Rossellini isn't Davros. Yes. It's weird, isn't it? It is a little weird now you've put it like that, yeah. Because, like, David Rossellini, throughout this film, he's going through it like, oh, I'm Davros, blah, 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 that's, that's just who I am. But we're not letting the audience know that. Yeah. <laughs> Until towards the end. He really goes through... Which is weird. I don't know how we're going to figure that out, but it's fine. <laughs> I like he's, it. He's really going through some shit in this, isn't he? Fucking hell. It's because we've somehow got a reveal to the audience that he is Davros. Because we know that Davros from the future is Davros because he's going to look like Davros. Davros ends up giving him something that actually mutates him into what he looks <laughs> like now. No, he does it to himself. Fine. Like not, not in this film. He does it to himself over time. We just don't get to see that. Yeah. Because we're going to obviously allude to that, aren't we? Of course, of course. That'll be the post-credit scene. Well, I, I think the moment it's going to be the scene when the Doctor drops him off. Yeah. Yeah, won't be post-credits. No, we're going to have a post-credit scene though, right? Maybe. Okay. I don't know what it would be. Because um, we're going to... We don't... <sighs> that's not That's not a question for now, I think. No, I know what we could, it could be. It could be... um. It could be Alex like back in university or something like that, and like uh, as she's walking, as they're walking through the halls afterwards at the end of the day, uh, someone calls them into a room and then t wants to talk to them about the unit initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Well, the Torchwood initiative. I think Torchwood works better. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool if we set up Torchwood in this film. Absolutely. I had an idea for a Doctor Who series, uh, like a. Not for a series, but for example, if if you were in the position of like showrunner for a, for a Doctor Who series, I've got like an idea that you could kind of do for a f not not whole not everything, just like an idea that could be something that takes place over the course of three seasons. Oh, okay, what's that idea? Um, basically, well, basically, it it boils down to such a simple. I could say it so simply. I could say. In my three-season run, the companion of the first season would be the villain of the third season. Yes, mate. But not, but an irredeemable villain. Like they are a villain till the end. They're not like redeemed. They're not like a good guy by the end. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, they have to fully go down that path. Basically, I think I was inspired by uh, Under the Red Hood. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why not? That'd be fucking because, sick. Because. The Doctor loses a companion and then just gets a new one. Batman loses a Robin and just gets a new one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then Red Hood comes back and he's like, I'm a bit, I'm a dickhead now. Even though Red, Red Hood doesn't come back as a villain, he comes back as a threat, but he's I'd fucking doing genu- good things. I'd love to see Doctor Who do that. I think that'd be so smart. And, and yeah, I'd think that'd be such a cool thing to watch. I thought about it the other day. I was like, oh, that'd be so cool. That'd yeah. be like something that... But then, like, I can't write three seasons of Doctor Who. <laughs> I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. I can't do all the in-between stories. I can just do the overarching story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Write me an overarching story. I'll do your in-betweens, mate. But yeah, I think that's... I thought that was, like, a really cool thing. It's like, yeah, they come back and somehow they are a villain. But, like, they're a villain that are, like... Uh, yeah, they're, like, proper villainous. <laughs> they're, like... Yeah, you fucking ruined my life, Doctor. I'm going to kill you. You've genuinely made me want to go away in my own spare time and just like write ideas for that kind of thing. Well, that was still my idea. You have to credit me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to credit you for the idea if I write anything. For the initial idea. <laughs> yeah. Inspired by. I'll literally put at the top, inspired by Kononagi. Yay. <laughs> but yeah. That's such a fucking good idea. I used to have lots of good ideas for, like, Doctor Who things, to be fair. You can do so much with it. Yeah, of course you could, yeah. Like, I had an an idea that it would be great if, like, um, you do a... (laughs) This was, like, before... This was before, I think, Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, I had this idea, so... Mm. um, You might get why I'm mentioning that in a minute, but, like, an idea is, like, the Doctor is travelling with a companion for, like, the whole season, or nearly the whole season. Yeah. And then you find out that companion, that, that who didn't know it themselves, that companion was the master the whole time or something like that. Nice. And they're like, they just find out and they're just like, oh, wait, shit, I'm a villain. But, <laughs> but was that was just one like, little idea that I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Huh? I was having such a good time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, no. I've had the villain with me the whole time. Time to go kill him again. Here I go killing again. Here I go killing again. Yeah, man, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Um. Right. So this this scene. We know what's going to happen. We have all kind of down what's going to happen in the scene. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I think we knew going into it, it's going to be a short scene anyway. Yeah. Which I we think... know what the scene is trying to do. Yeah, which I think is why we padded out the episode before. Yeah. It's just going to be yeah a little bit of an argument. Some we just it, what what it is more is we need to kind of we Bas- need to figure out what they're actually going to be saying to each other. Yeah, basically Rossellini's being a whiny bitch. Yeah, and and Davros is like, mate, can you just fucking not? Yeah, it's like everything's fine. Just shut up. Let <laughs> me think. Christ. Yeah. Have you seen my stress lines? <laughs> Your face is all stress lines, Davros. Your face is one big stretch line. Stretch line? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. You're just a big wrinkle, you raisin. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking raisin. Um, Don't upset Davros. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, Davros. My king. So, I can't think... Of anything else we need to say, if the TARDIS is going to just reveal itself and then Davros is going to be like, oi, oi, looks like I was right the whole time, bitch. Pretty much, yeah. Because then we don't get to see what they do with the TARDIS, but, like, they can open it. Or, like, yeah, you can even... Yeah, 
have be like Davros saying to da- David, who David can have the key, and Davros can just say to him, "Go on, open it up." Yeah, and maybe the last shot can be him opening the doors, and then just like the light from inside on his face or something like that. Yeah, like like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like when Matt Smith first sees his interior of the TARDIS, we don't see it. Yeah, it's more a shot on his face and like a, yeah. a smirk almost. Yeah, and he says something. I mean, I'm, Matt Smith does. I'm, I don't know what David can just Davros like, is going to say. He can just be like, wonderful. Ha ha, this is great. This is just what I wanted. Puts his hands on his hips and starts laughing mischievously. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh. And then Davros can just randomly scream out, Now detonate the reality bomb! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got to get him to do a scream like that at some point. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Detonate the reality bomb! <laughs> Ugh. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, then the scene ends with the TARDIS doors opening for them. Yeah. Nice. A fairly short scene, but we knew that. Yeah. Um, the shorter scenes are still needed, though. Um, and then I'm thinking... In terms of editing yeah. for a film, it would actually be really good to then go to the future after this scene. Yes. In terms of like, that's one of those things where it's like, that's actually really good editing in terms of editing structure, like for the film, because then it's like the next scene is in the future, but it's not, it's not them in the future, but it is their future. I can imagine it being like you know, because the scene ends with a close up of David's face, and yeah. I think you could have the same close up of that it cuts to a same close up of Alex's face, but different surroundings. So, like, say for example, you know, it cuts to a shot. He zooms in on it, cuts to a shot of of David's face, and he opens the tires and he says something to camera, kind of thing, or says something, and then it immediately cuts to Alex's face. And as it zooms out or cuts out, you see that she's in the future, just surrounded by, well, wherever we then choose it to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. And one, it's the weird thing about it is that like, are we making it that it's so we're making it that it's Earth in the future, um, and Davros has kind of just turned it into his like I don't know his. I'd say it's Earth, but he's turned it into kind of like a almost like a base of operations because you would you would assume there would be Daleks and and also that he'd be able to there'd be ships arriving yeah. leaving that kind of thing. So because the, ma- the implication of this world is that Davros has won. Yeah, because it could be that obviously he didn't have Scarrow, so he needed a world to to set base on, so that he could build this army to then go out and achieve what he wants to achieve. And we're by... really breaking, like, break. We're really messing with time travel in this thing, but it's fun. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. We have it. We're creating. Cause... We're creating a paradox. But maybe the Doctor could even mention that later on in the film that he's created. Davros has created no, his own paradox. That's one of those points that we were going to talk about, but then it's also we've mentioned that this is something that was always supposed to happen as well, like the two Davros interaction. Yeah, and the Doctor 
solving it essentially this is all stuff that's supposed that, to happen yeah because but it could be even be a throwaway scene at the very very end of the film where the doctor's talking about why the tardis was reacting so weirdly and why it's all gone weird because he can be like it's all one big because obviously you set up loose ends right you set up loose ends for future installments and shit so it could literally just be a yeah. throwaway line of he created his own paradox and he was never meant to and he was like, "This must be. This must mean something, or something like that." And it's, it can just be like an, a throwaway line that the audience can then interpret for themselves, or if we ever come back to it. You could even can... say something along the lines of like the laws of time. Are, there's still things he doesn't know himself about the laws of time. Yeah, exactly. Like, we'll find that out in future. I'd actually love to revisit this 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 Doctor Who universe we've created one day. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we can do the next one, and then we're gonna come be like, "Should we go back to that?" Like this is like one of those ideas where like, yeah, it's purely like it's not it's not connected to the main series at all. This is like our own alternate Doctor Who universe. Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm trying to think about it as well in terms of like we can do whatever we want. It's our it's our idea. Like <laughs> exactly. But then it's like my thing is the more we do of it, the more I'm like, fuck. I'd really like to kind of revisit this and do more with this as well. In the future. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens with the next idea we make. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Very true. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's just it's very very weird. But yeah, the next scene will be would be. Um, I thought of something that I don't know if it if it's a it's weird, but what do we talk about in terms of the fact that. Uh, would this this is a future where two Davros work together to achieve this victory? Yeah. So are there still two Davros in this universe? Hmm. Maybe something has to happen to one of the Davroses at the end. I thought of an idea that I I'm not I'm not fond of at all now that when I thought about it. But you know, I was saying that um, Alex meets the resistance. Yeah. What if it turns out the person who's leading the resistance is David Rossellini? <laughs> but then it's like that doesn't make any sense no, because the then he's still going to go. Yeah, Fies, I don't he's know still going to become a villain. Like we're leaving the way we're leaving this film is with the suggestion that he's still going to create the Daleks. He's still going to have to fight the Time War. I think that maybe it... that actually it could still work. Then it could be this is an alternate future, like yeah, and that could even be something addressed at the end. Alex could say to the Doctor, "What about you know, they're in that alternate, you know, in that future we saw he turned out to be good in the end." And the Doctor could say, "It his path is his own." Like yeah, exactly. It can be you know, t- 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 timelines are ever changing. Time can be re- like like they say in the show, time can be rewritten and changed. That's a good point, actually. Like we've. <laughs> The Doctor might have experienced a time war, but what if the time war never happens in this universe? <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. We've, it's such a weird story, this is. There's so much we could unlock as we go along. There's so much more that I feel like we're going to unlock as we're just plotting out the story beats. We will 100% come back It's weird, though, because it's it. like... We're <laughs> it's funny because this Doctor has already experienced the time war. Yes. So what would the Doctor, who hadn't experienced the Time War, be doing? I know, obviously, the Doctor is a character who kind of exists out of time. Yeah. Like, he can visit himself. He can see himself in past iterations. Yeah. As has happened in the series. And he can see, you know, all different versions of himself. But, like, he is 
technically a character that obviously exists out of time. Yeah, exactly. So that's fascinating, though. That te- this could be like an I. This this leads to a world where like the time war never happened. <laughs> we could end this film on a fucking ridiculously sized cliffhanger. Like, cause, yeah, because like this is like. Even though we've said that, oh, this is meant... We could take away the whole idea of this is meant to be something that always happens, and this is something that literally just changes time. Yeah. Like... Because that could the be Doctor the paradox. Never, it, it doesn't change time for the Doctor himself, because he's already lived it. Yeah. But that could be the paradox at the end. You know, he's trying to explain there's a paradox, and then something can happen that makes him realise that everything's been rewritten and changed, and that's how the film ends. He can just be like, what, what, what's going on? What's happened? Everything's different. If this if this was a series, you'd have that like the whole you'd have the whole idea of like oh that means the Gallifrey's still out there kind of thing. Even though obviously in the real series we found out Gallifrey was still out there. Yeah. Um. It's pretty fascinating. Oh, I'm loving our film, man. It's one of those things where we can't address too much in this. We can't address too much of it because then it's like it's t- then it's too expectant. heavy. Like, no, then it's then it's expected for there to be sequels. Like obviously, this isn't a real film. This is all hypo- hypothetically speaking, anyway. Yeah. But then it's like we're making we're we're writing a film that would give an audience ex- expectations for sequels, and that's not what we want to do. We want to make just one film on its own. Yeah, exactly. And then most likely come back to it later, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll see. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like we're going to. I feel like we just will. We'll see. We've got to write a Pokemon movie first. Of course, of course, of course. That'll be that'll be horror. <laughs> I don't know how to write Pokemon. How do you I'd feel? Fucking hell. No, but that's like. I mean, I guess I do know enough about Doctor Who to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Yeah, it looks like it looks like the future's exciting, man. Damn. So yeah, with. We, at least we've got like there's open possibilities for this film. Is it a paradox? Is it meant to happen? You know, is it changing the history? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh. It, yeah. Oh god, that's it's, it's really it's really interesting. Well, we'd love to hear what everyone thinks. I, that's for sure. No. Okay. No, we're not writing a sequel immediately. We're we're going to create our own Doctor Who cinematic universe. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? So like. The next idea will be the Torchwood idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> I fucking love that. So we'll set up Torchwood in the end credits, <laughs> as we've already said, and then there'll be a Torchwood spin-off. Nice. That will tie into another Doctor Who story eventually. That'd be fucking sick. And then we can do other things as well. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what would exist in a, in a cinematic universe of Doctor Who. I mean. We can create our own thing. We'll see. We'll see. This is. All... <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. I'm fucking loving it. And then you know, you know, Torchwood. We could write a Torchwood movie, and you'd have to come up with most of it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I can do that. And we re- we can recast Captain Jack Harkness. We'll have a new main character altogether. Yeah, exactly. M- new main character. Captain Jeff. Captain Harrelson. Yeah, Captain Jeff Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get Woody Harrelson to play him. <laughs> Oh, that'd be fucking sick, though. <laughs> Woody Harrelson as a Captain Jack Harkness-like character. Yeah, that'd be fucking great. I can't, I can't imagine it. I don't know. I can't picture it. Oh, I think um, 
think we've come to the end there, mate. Yep. I think. I, I also know a way they can make Captain Jack come back in Doctor Who without it being uh, John Barrowman. How? Just do the face of Bo again. Yeah, fuck it. John Barrowman didn't play the face of Bo, did he? No, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Just get a giant face running around with the Doctor. How does he become a giant head? I just <laughs> It is something that I find quite fucking bizarre. And maybe it isn't him. Maybe. <laughs> no, it is. Um, That's such a stupid line at the end of that series, though. It's like, the face of Bo, they called me. Yeah, he's fucking... He's batshit. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. The next episode will be Alex in the future, where she meets the Resistance, and maybe, and maybe David Rossellini. Ah, oh, we can't wait. But you know what? If you want to listen, you're gonna have to tune in next time. All right, because we're not gonna do that now. No, we're gonna keep you. Hanging. Although I'd love to. <laughs> no, I would. To be fair, but look, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, we're really getting into this. This is something that clearly as by the last 10 minutes have shown we have quite a lot of plans for um yeah the cinematic universe is opening up <laughs> the the cinematic universe harry and connor's who universe is opening up um but look you can get in touch with us on all elements of social media we want to hear your thoughts on our film on our spin-off ideas on ideas <laughs> that you would like to see from this film that we're building so far so please get in touch. We are at Facebook at Rockspock and Two Smoking Microphones. We are at Twitter, Two Smoking Mics, and at Instagram, Two Smoking Microphones. You can email the pod, Two Smoking Microphones Pod at gmail.com. Um, you can also contact us on our personal social medias. Connor's is uh, at Connor Jordan underscore ninety six on Twitter, and I'm Harry Young Edits on Twitter as well. Um, yeah, I feel like this is this is just the begin as all as everyone always goes. This is just the beginning. I think. I think I'd love to see a tortured spin-off, but our own tortured spin-off that then then links to almost Avengers style, when it we do this, then a tortured spin-off that links back to a a follow-up Doctor Who film. I feel like ending this yeah. film on a cliffhanger as well would be fucking sick. Uh, well, we're not ending it on a cliffhanger. We're gonna we're gonna end it with a hint to something more. A loose thread. Yeah, not not a cliffhanger because a cliffhanger is that is is the direct a cliffhanger is the way Infinity War ended. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like that, that's literally a cliffhanger. It's like, oh, you've left it in such a way where we need to see this result. Like, it's, this has, this is something that has to be resolved. We're going to resolve the the plot, the result, the conflict of this film will be resolved, and there'll be a hint to something more. Yeah, um, like a crossover with the Transformers universe or something. I don't know. Fuck it, why not? Also, that can go to the list of films we need to write as well. We need uh, to write our own Transformers movie. Hundred percent, and a Fast, uh, Fast and Furious film. Yeah. Considering we're not going to get our next Transformers movie until 2023 now anyway. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good point. Um, oh, we've got so much to do, Connor. Yep. How exciting. It genuinely excites Very exciting. me. It genuinely excites me, yeah. We need to think of a way to we can branch into doing different things to try and drum up more attention to this podcast. Yeah, we do. Because we're, we're committing to an idea now where it's just like, people need to see, need to listen to this. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You <laughs> need to, I don't know, I don't know. We're also coming up, we're coming close to a year of having the podcast as well, so. That's mad. Absolutely. You know what? Again, when we say email in, let us know your thoughts. Is there ways that you think we can, we can, uh, things we can do with the podcast to help span a, a couple more, couple more listeners, couple more, a uh, bit more attention? Um, yeah, 
it'd be you know. i'd love i'd love to i know we i, I know it's obviously when you we talk about it we've mentioned it a lot as a joke and it makes it sound like it's something we absolutely want but like if we ever had like like a patreon or example for something like that it, this note page would be great to put on there it's already 11 pages like. yeah exactly yeah and that's the thing you know we make jokes about it but we have genuine ideas and we want to see this grow so we're not we, you know we do this for fun and we do this so we can we have a chance to chat for a couple of hours each week and and develop this this little idea that we we're falling in love with but we also do it because we genuinely like doing it and we want to see it grow and expand yeah so um yeah, please like, please share with all your friends. Please just share the links on Facebook, on Twitter, on on Instagram. Um, we we really genuinely do appreciate it. Also, I've got the subtitle for this film. What is it? It's called Doctor Who Paradox. Yes, mate. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Simple, but effective. Yeah. Just like us. Love it. Yep, very simple. <laughs> but very effective. <laughs> Thank you for listening. As always, stay safe, look after each other.